Hello everyone, thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to yet another episode of She Matters Podcast by Shemaine M. And I am your host, Shemaine Manavalal. Before we go any further, I just want to thank you guys for listening and for all the positive feedback that I've been getting. I really, really appreciate it. So last year, January, um, during university registration, there was a video training of a female student leader having an interaction with a security guard. Well, today I'm featuring the very same lady. She is a news reporter and a former SRC president at Vets University, and she is known for her fearless leadership. She is the one and only Sisanda Aluta Mbolegwa. And today we're talking all about the student leadership, we're talking all about the free education and also the challenges that student leaders are facing with the management. Let's um hear what Sisanda have to say about this. Hello, Cici. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm great. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on She Matters podcast. Um, can you please uh, briefly introduce um, who is Sisanda before we can get into today's um, topic? Okay. So firstly, thank you for having me. Um, my name is Sisanda. I'm in Tambaleba. I was born in Cape Town. I raised in Cape Town and I moved to Johannesburg about five years ago, um, mm. to a degree at different universities. I ended up getting two degrees. My undergraduate was um, a Bachelor of Arts, majoring in media and politics, mm. and my and then I did a postgraduate honours in uh, journalism and media studies. I'm currently a journalist at um, uh, the Sunday Times slash Times Live Group. Uh, also former with SRC president and late last year at Vip. Yeah, that's basically who I am in a nutshell. One minute remaining. Uh, okay. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. So my 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 listeners, uh, most of them, they they know you from there was this other video that I was tr- that was trending. I think it was last year, if not, um, twenty eighteen. So basically, like there was um an interaction between you and the security guard. Can you please? Uh, briefly um, talk to us about your journey on becoming the president of the SRC because we know that it's not easy being a female. Sometimes you have to prove yourself to, to get to the top. Please just um, take us through that journey. Well, um, I remember vividly uh, the video that you Uh, can you please continue? Because we're talking about the interaction that you had with the security guard. Okay. So, as I might have said, um, the video that you're speaking about is the video that I vividly remember. It, it took place, or was captured rather, last year, um, beginning of the year, 2019. Yes. accommodation and age-related protests. And it was an interaction between myself as SRC president and the policemen who had come to campus to prevent us from protesting. Mm. And I think my biggest frustration with that moment was how every time when we're fighting for things that we are not entitled to but that are enshrined in our constitution, like the right to education, when we fight for access to, to, to the rights that the, that the constitution enables us, enables us to fight for, mm. um, we are often, often, more often than not repressed, right, by 
law enforcement are members of the police and they use violent ways to prevent us from exercising our democratic right to protest. So mm. I think that's where my frustration stemmed from and also because you'll find that civil servants like policemen, mm. teachers and nurses, they are more often than not parents of children of the missing middle. Uh, those who are deemed too rich for NASPERS but at the same time too poor to afford university fees and more often than not it's children of public servants like that who we fight for mm. on the front lines and so it's very disheartening when they are the ones who are going to come onto campus and disrupt our peaceful protests and throw sun grenades at us when it is that we are not you know uh, disturbing anyone we're just protesting peacefully um, so I think that's the impression I had with them and I just had to try and conscientize them in that moment to understand, to make them understand what it is that we're doing and why it is that we are doing what we're doing. Um, mm. I mean, at the same time, you can understand my frustration as a student activist with uh, students who are sleeping in toilets, students who are sleeping in libraries, mm. and some are continuing that nothing has happened. So I think for me, inequality is something that I've always just found difficult to grapple with. It's something that I've always dedicated my time to fighting against inequality. So I think that was a very heated moment. I don't know how someone captured that on camera, but... Yeah, you are right. It did get a lot of views and traction on social media. Yeah. So um, let's talk about you, Jenny. Um, the, for you being the, the president of the SRC, because as I said earlier on that um, we as women, we have this thing, like we must prove ourselves to be in um, higher position, especially when it comes mm-hmm. to like politics. So um, mm-hmm. take Take us through your journey. What are the um, trials and tribulations that you you came across in your journey of becoming the president of the SRC? So, your know, journey to this SRC was a very long one. Mm. Um, and it's not something that begins in the year in which you run and, and you stand for election. It's something that begins when you when you enter the university as a third year student and you mm. have that uh, student card. I think that's when your your activism begins. I think for me, leadership is something that can be that you can be born with, but also is cultivated by the the, the circumstances and surroundings around you. So mm. for me, I've always been a, a student activist on campus. I've made in various structures. Mm. Um, I think almost every space I've been in, I've made it. Um, from my house committee at my residence mm. to my school council, um, which is a school of literature, language, and media, mm. to the branch that I had signed up for, which is SASCO. Um, I don't think there's ever space that I entered in and not ended up leading at some point. Mm. Um, and then the last leadership position I can, I can recall is this SRC. So obviously, around you on campus, people notice that whenever there's trouble, Whenever the situation of a certain lecturer or whenever there's injustice on campus, mm. we know who we call on, you know. Yeah. And people obviously will recognize it's a sign that we're always speaking up against what's wrong, right? It's standing up for everyone else's rights. Mm. So when, you're, when that time comes and if I see lecturers, other people are going to say, are we not going to run for, you know, elections and stuff like that? Also, the organization that has groomed me as well, um, mm. which is SASCO, also played a very big role in me standing for elections. Um, yeah, so we electioneered on campus and it was a very tough year for us because mm. the previous year we had lost, I think for the first time in 10 years, to opposition. So it was a very tough time. Mm. Um, spirits were, were very low. We had we had 
little faith that he would uh, win by that majority on campus. So it was obviously a very exciting thing to do because we had seen the disparities on campus and we were just very excited to come into the leadership space at that platform um, and, and lead and serve more more importantly. So it wasn't an easy road at all. Um, you don't just face backlash from members of, oppos- of the opposition party on your campus. You face backlash from uh, the authorities on your campus, mm-hmm. from management. You face backlash from within the organization, um, from men who think uh, having a woman president is, 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 is a sign of weakness, you know, mm-hmm. from men who think a, ma- a male candidate is best suited for the job just because of their gender. So there was a lot of repression, I guess, but at the same time, a lot of enabling factors because, again, it has been a long time since we had a woman president at this. Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 the one before me was Uno Bendulo Kajo, who was uh, the president in 2016 when I was in first year. So I think everyone understood that it had been a, a bit of a while, so that it would make sense to yeah. have um, moving as president. And, and that's how elections unfolded, and I think that's how I became the president. Okay. Um, okay, we as women, we find ourselves because a lot of people who are involved in the women empowerment campaigns and uh-huh. Black Lives Matters. So why did you choose this one of being like a student activist? Why did you choose to fight for um, for free education? Because I know that's the aim of um, most of the students who are student activists. Why, why, like, why was it important for you to be like, okay, I need to sign up for this thing of me fighting for students? Why is um like education close to your heart? Why student mm. activism? Mm. So, for me, it's always been something that I I had grown up around. Mm. Mm. Um, my late father was a comrade, um, was a trade unionist, and led um, workers in, in, in the Western Cape, was provincial secretary in the Western Cape of a trade union. Mm. So, it's something I always grew up around comrades, always saw their interactions and how they were just so frustrated at the face of injustice and that they put their bodies on the line, literally, mm. to fight for what's right. So, for me, I think that spirit of activism has always been there. I mean, it also resonates in the name that my father gave me, which is Alika Continua. Yeah. The slogan is that it back in the day. So I think it's always something that I always ran away from as well because I saw mm-hmm. how demanding it was. I mean, when you put yourself up to serve others, um, it no longer becomes just about you. Mm-hmm. You no longer have the privilege of living your life for you, like any other student who... Main task is just going to class and getting an A. With you, mm-hmm. you know, you're caring about classmates in, in your class who are doing well because they haven't had anything to eat. You're caring about people who are traveling all the way from a trans guy who are going to get to the university and mm-hmm. spend the first three months of the year sleeping in a toilet, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, it's when you're met with that level of injustice that you're like, this can't be right. And I think with any person, it, it, it can't be okay because we are often, more often than not shaped by different circumstances. Um, so it can't be that we have lectures and academics expecting all of us to perform at the same level where mm, there are certain true. people with enabling factors and certain others who are very much disadvantaged or existing on the same campus. I mean, it can't be that we're going to say that's okay and just turn a blind eye. So I think 
it's at that moment where you decide that this is wrong and something needs to be done about it. Mm-hmm. I think at that point you can then call yourself an activist. I think that for me was 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 uh, I think the the, the idea there. Um, yes, I've grown up around comics. Yes, I've been exposed to activism and the comic space. But I think when I got to a point where I, I actually chose this life as well, mm. I think for me that was that, that was the beginning of the ultimate sacrifice, I guess. Okay. Um. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, just one last question. Since um, you're, since you're like fighting for students, what message would you give to students out there who are like rather I can say playing in varsity because you guys are fighting for them so that they can have this free education. But what now? What they do is to play. What they do is not like pass their modules at as they're supposed to. What advice would you give um students out there who are doing that who are not um, doing what they're supposed to do? Uh, my, my advice to students would be nothing is impossible. Mm. Um, we've seen many success stories come through our hands. We've saved so many students from being excluded and sleeping in toilets to Like, help is there. There is help on your campus. You must just reach out for it. Mm-hmm. And for me, if you really want something, you fight for that. I believe nothing that I have in my life right now, nothing was given to me for free. Everything mm-hmm. I have around me, I've had to fight for. Mm-hmm. And I think in this, just in life in general, not just the students, but if you are going to survive in life, you need to have a fighting spirit. You mm-hmm. can't let the first three times that you are knocked down get you down. I mean, it's okay to acknowledge how you're feeling and take some time out, but we need a fighting spirit in everyone. And that's the only way... I'm a pupas of physics and a corner. I mean, we're, we're a generation of people who are breaking generational curses. Mm-hmm. And it was never going to be easy. We're undoing so much harm that was done and that has affected our parents. And we owe it to ourselves not to bring children into this world who are going to suffer um, the same injustices that we are currently living through. So I think for me, a fighting spirit is everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, once, once, you, once you get that right, everything is within your reach. That's in the news. And just just keep fighting, keep at it. Huh. Okay, thank you so much. Um, how can people get hold of you, those who want to reach out to you if they have like anything that they wanna talk to you or maybe if they would like to follow you, how can they get hold of you? So people who like to get a hold of me, if it's professional related, then they can uh, send me an email. My email address is sandamolegwa at gmail.com. So it's my name, my, my name and surname at gmail.com. You can also find me on my social media platforms on Instagram and on Twitter at sisanda underscore alita. Um, yeah, and on Facebook at sisanda alita. Okay, thank you so much um, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And there you have it. That was Sisanda Alutambolegwa, the former SRC president at Vets University and also a news report. And I think now you guys get an idea of what's happening with the students and also with the management, especially during the time of registrations. So, unfortunately, this brings us to the end of our episode. Don't forget to follow She Matters on Facebook and also on Instagram at She Matters by Charmaine M. And also don't forget to follow me on all social media platforms at Charmaine Manavalala. Till we meet again next Tuesday, don't forget to share She Matters with everyone that matters to you.